Do you find yourself avoiding prayer or coming to your time set aside for prayer and not knowing what to say? Do you find yourself not asking God for the things you need and long for most because you're not really sure he'll actually grant those things? Or do you find yourself begging God for something but not being able to imagine that he'll actually do the thing you're requesting? As single mothers, Sometimes it seems like our problems are so great, it's hard to imagine that God will resolve them all. If what I've said resonates with you, know that your experience isn't uncommon, and I want to share today some of the things that have helped me learn to pray in faith, see God answer prayer, and find more freedom from fear and anxiety than I've ever experienced as I've learned to rest more fully in the love and sovereignty of God. Hello and welcome to Christ-Dependent Single Motherhood. Are you feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and longing for a safe community of believers? Do you sit up at night Googling how to work and homeschool at the same time, or Bible verses on anxiety? Do you wish for a Titus II older woman to help you navigate this lonely parenting path? I'm Sarah, a veteran homeschooling mom, daughter of Christ, and no stranger to broken marriage. I know the heavy burden of shouldering a family alone. I only wanted to raise my children to love Jesus Christ, but I watched as my family crumbled in front of me. I didn't know who I could trust, but God provided the healing and discipleship I needed through mentors who spent years faithfully applying His Word to my heart like ointment to wounds. My desire is to use this podcast to share what I've learned, what I'm still learning. My prayer is that you'll be pointed to Christ, learn to forgive, find freedom from fear, and learn that we have a God who can be trusted. Make sure your earbuds are charged and grab your Bible. Let's walk this path together. Hello, my friends. It's a beautiful morning here at my house as I sit recording. It's very cool in the Midwest this morning. And after I dropped my daughter off to pick strawberries at a local farm at about six this morning, I went over to the cemetery to water flowers by my dad's grave. I love the quiet of the early morning. And One of the reasons I love it so much is because it's the perfect time to pray. I've seen God do mighty things in so many circumstances of my life, 
And it's been a delight to see him show himself faithful and willing to respond as I pray. I know that there have been long periods of my life where I really held back from prayer beyond the most basic requests, because in my heart of hearts, I didn't really think God would answer. Or, in some cases, I thought I knew best, and I wasn't really ready to surrender the outcome to him. So I wouldn't pray, and I wouldn't ask for his working in the situation. But what I desire to see for you today is to have you walk away from this episode having more confidence that God is all-powerful and loves you with an everlasting love. You can trust him, and there's nothing better than coming to him and laying out all your needs and wants before him. This can be hard to do, so I wanted today to present three steps toward praying with trust so that prayer can become a primary weapon for you in the battle against fear and anxiety. Here's the first step. It's very simple. Just open your mouth to get started. Let your words flow by using speech. I have found that if I'm struggling to trust the Lord enough to ask a particular thing, attempting to pray silently can only compound the problem. And praying out loud can also help tremendously when our hearts are anxious and we're having trouble putting together sentences for prayer anyway. When we hear ourselves praying, somehow we're able to make more sense on a human level and we tend to stay more focused. Lack of trust can hold us back from praying, and opening our mouths to make a simple request is in itself an act of trust. We won't even ask without some level of confidence in the Lord, and it can be helpful to remember that God loves it when we come to him in faith. Exercise the faith you have by speaking your requests out loud to your Heavenly Father. If you have doubts, be honest with the Lord. Remember the man asking Jesus for freedom for his demon-possessed son in Mark 9.24? He said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Don't forget that faith is a gift from God. You can read that in Ephesians 2.8 and 9. And we can request more faith, more trust in him along with bringing all of our other needs to him. The second step is to ask the thing, appealing to God from Scripture. Recognize that when we pray according to the will of God, he hears us. That's in 1 John 5.14. And when we pray as blood-bought daughters, redeemed people who are no longer enemies of God, we can come boldly before the throne of grace. Hebrews 4 tells us. What is it that we're asking for? Is it the redemption of a child or the repentance of a husband or former husband? Let's see what the scripture says about this. Ezekiel 33 11 says, As I live, declares the Lord God, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked turn from his way and live. We can appeal to our Heavenly Father and remind Him 
Lord, I know you don't take delight in destroying the unrighteous. I am asking that you would redeem this loved one's soul from hell so he can glorify you forever along with all those who have been purchased with Jesus' blood. Then in 2 Peter 3.9, it says that God is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but he's patient toward us, not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. We can take this verse and pray, Lord, I am so thankful that it's your patience that was instrumental in bringing me to saving faith in you. I ask that you would apply that same patience to my dear child, since I know your concern for him is even greater than mine, and you don't want any of your own to perish, but for all of them to come to you in true repentance and faith. I am asking you, trusting you, to save him. Repeatedly in the Old Testament, God is described as compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. Now, we know that God is a just God and he won't leave the guilty unpunished. But let's not forget this unspeakably wondrous aspect of his character. He also displays more tenderness than the best of fathers. He's filled with compassion and kindness. Undoubtedly, this is also something we can bring boldly to the throne of grace as we plead on behalf of our loved ones. Proverbs 21.1 says that the king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. If a king's heart is so easily directed by God, we can be certain that our dear one's hearts are as well. For nothing shall be impossible with God, says Luke 1 verse 37. Even the winds and the waves obey him. That's from Mark 4. I hope this gives you just a taste of how you can appeal to our Heavenly Father using his word. The scriptures also speak to so many other situations that are heavy on our hearts Remember that our God is not a grumpy judge like the example in Jesus' parable of the importunate widow in Luke 18. He reminded us there that if that widow got what she wanted because of her persistence, how much more will our Heavenly Father grant what we ask? We ought to pray and not give up. That was the message of Jesus' parable. The third step in moving toward praying with trust is to come to God with humility and surrender. In praying, affirm your own lack of wisdom about the situation, but also verbally affirm your confidence in the sovereign Lord of the universe. You can say, I don't know how you're going to do this thing that I'm asking, but I'm asking you as your own child purchased with your blood. I'm trusting in you no matter what the outcome, because your word says that you will never fail me nor forsake me. I leave this in your hands. Friends, is God going to give us everything we ask for? The honest answer is, I don't believe he will. 
ultimately his ways are higher than our ways, says Isaiah in chapter 55, verses 8 and 9. And chapter 40, verse 28 says, his understanding is inscrutable. No matter how good the thing we're requesting seems, sometimes God has a different plan. However, God makes it clear in his scripture that he chooses to work through the prayers of his people. We're commanded to pray and not give up. And we're told that the Father loves to give good things to those who ask. So I want to tell you that although you may not see the answer you're looking for in every case or during your lifetime, God is still good and he is still at work on your behalf, motivated by both his great love for you as well as by a desire for his own glory. It is always right to entrust ourselves and our concerns to him who judges righteously. No matter what, we're to bring all things to him and trust him with the outcome. We need to pray in every situation, presenting our requests and saying along with those prayers, thy will be done. Affirming with our words and with the words of scripture that we're trusting in God's will and in his goodness is something that God uses over time to create within us a restfulness and peace that external storms cannot disturb. So let me just say this again. We're not just learning to trust that God can and will answer our prayers, but we also learn to trust that when the answer is no or not yet, it's because of his great love for us and his unsearchable wisdom as to what is best. And that kind of confidence in the Lord is what truly creates the peace that passes understanding. In essence, we're trusting that God will grant us what we ask for or that he'll do something far better than we could imagine in our human understanding. And as we persist in prayer, make no mistake about it, God does graciously allow us to see more and more of his answers, which in turn also builds faith. It destroys fear, it encourages us to pray more, and it causes us to look all the more expectantly for his response. If you've been uplifted in any way by this podcast, it would mean so much if you'd not only subscribe, but leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded believing women on the same path as you, consider joining our Facebook group. A link is in the show notes. Until next time, remember, we have a God who can be trusted.